Hi everybody, this is the podcast Do You See Yourself? A podcast about you, your intuition and how to get on your unique life path. My name is Alexandra Sitch, international mediator, life and healing coach and best-selling author of the book The Universal Language of Nature. Today I'll talk to a special person Her name is Jessica Dawn Russell. She is a hypnotherapist, a high-level life and business coach and entrepreneur. She lives in California and she's got lots of international experience. So I'm excited to speak to her about what hypnotherapy can do to you, what can it do for your happiness, your life, and uh, we'll talk about society and the developments now in society, which is of course very exciting as a topic. Hi, can you hear me? Yes, I hear you. Hi, Jessica. Hi. Sorry about that. I'm fine, thanks. I to, it's just I had recording now. Okay, good. <laughs> is the sound good for you? It's perfect. Yeah, it's fine. Okay, good. It's perfect. This is Thanks. exciting. Well, yeah. Thanks for being here. I I'm just uh, I will just uh, do an introduction to the listeners. Um so I'm here with Jessica Dawn Russell. Uh she's a lady, she's a best-selling author uh of the book, am I right? Otherwise correct me, of the book Hot Winter Sun. Um She's a wellness coach and hypnotherapist with international clients. Uh, she lives in Los Angeles and she works with uh, yeah, different uh, sorts of uh, disorders, uh, different sorts of clients. And uh, she's really uh, working with all sorts of fields in, uh, in therapy. Uh, maybe, Jessica, you could talk a little bit about yourself, things I haven't mentioned yet. Um, about your work, just uh, uh, start to talk a little bit about how you got into this work and, uh, and, and the method of your work. Sure. Um, well, thank you for having me on your podcast. And I love to be part of the other side of the world. <laughs> um, <laughs> you are. I, I, yes. <laughs> And I, I hope uh, all of your listening, all of your listeners in France yeah. and around the world are doing well. We're all going to pull through this and it's going to be a great year this year. It's going to be so much better. And I, I think even in California and the U.S., especially in the Los Angeles area where I'm located, you can feel that everybody has this vibe that they're ready to unfortunately wipe out the idea of 2020 and yeah. really make 2021 the best. So, you know, it, it all kind of works hand in hand with each other and builds a chain all across the world. So hopefully for everyone, it's going to be a good one, regardless of how gloom it may look at this time. Um, yeah, so my name is Jessica Dawn Russell, and I have done many things. I've been very fortunate. It's been because I was self-made, 
but I've had a lot of help along the way. And uh, I am going back about three generations in the real estate and investment business. And that actually allowed me to do other ambitions. So I actually have owned companies or owned businesses. And I have been involved in the entertainment industry. I had produced a few movies and projects and events. I have also owned one of the most prominent talent management companies in Hollywood, which I sold out. And I have dabbled in real estate and investing. I had started my career not wanting to be in real estate investing because my mother was very involved and she had a couple of offices and I never stopped hearing about real estate. So I wanted to venture out when I finished college and I studied in London, England and I lived there for three years during my college years. But I made that my business base because I have worked fortunately with people from all over the world and that would be my business environment so for example someone from the middle east was working with me and we had to meet or you know in france um, the areas are so close together i would ask if we can have our meetings or do transactions in the uk prominently in england i'm in london so it's very special to me over there. Um, that basically brought me into other ventures. What was happening is my life in Los Angeles was so fast and it was very stressful, but I was my own business person and I had juggled a lot. Even though I enjoyed working on my own and having my own business, it's all I've known all my life is, is I've, I've never worked for anybody. I've always had my own thing going. And so I started to turn as I was getting older into somebody that I really didn't like. I was also very angry and bitter because mm-hmm. of all of the stress. And so uh, ironically, it took me to a point about 13 years ago when my mother had cancer it was lung cancer that went to the brain and it was a long drawn out illness for me to really understand that I have to change some things for myself and I basically got rid of the entertainment companies I wanted a different life I started realizing things about myself. I was helping with my mother. And I didn't want the Beverly Hills, so to speak, rat race and life. Uh, People around the world look at Beverly Hills as if it's just so exciting and wonderful. But there's a business circuit that is involved over there. And it's very stressful. We work very hard. So I started to become more self-aware because of my mother's cancer I would listen to the doctors I would always go with her of course and I started to do studies and because she had the brain disease I studied 
a little bit more and more about the brain, which kind of centered me into wellness. I, I had done business consulting and I always seemed to be the therapist of my male clients when I would work with them in their companies. I've always been people's confidant. And so helping people, teaching them troubleshooting, come to terms with what may be bothering them or some form of interest was always easy for me to do because I've always held a lot of secrets and seem to have the missing pieces of the puzzle. And that pretty much pushed me into this new environment because deep down inside I've, I've known through a very young age that I enjoy helping people. And it just grew and grew, but it grew away from traditional mental health therapy to yeah. the point where it's more about health and wellness and hypnosis. Now, hypnosis in America is not as widespread or known as it is definitely in the UK, yeah. which is in line of the medical profession. Yeah. And it's normal. Um, it's something that people definitely know about and use and, you know, in France and parts of the, the world, um, we have a lot of different options for alternative or holistic medicine out here in America. And so, you know, we're phasing into a new environment where a lot of people are becoming aware of hypnosis. Yeah. But when they usually think of hypnosis, they're thinking of some type of an entertainment show having the people cluck with the chicken oh, yeah. and they don't understand yeah. <laughs> they don't understand that you know hypnosis is used from everything from nerves anxiety so many disorders cancer yeah um it, it's it's really unbelievable and i was actually when i first started to learn more about hypnosis a little skeptical. I, I didn't quite understand it myself or feel that I would be so deep involved. But my corporate clients and my business-oriented clients, they need it, they enjoy it. And it, it, it just, when people start to understand it more, brings a calming sense. And I think all around the world, especially now, you know, with COVID, it opens up our eyes to science a little bit more. So people That's are true. open to options and they're learning right now at this phase of their life about many things. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, totally agree with you. And it's fascinating how much your emotions, your mental state can have an effect on your physical uh, well-being and 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 in fact we we discover more and more how much diseases are related to our emotions to our uh, let's say blind spots and behavioral patterns systemic wounds which we haven't healed yet and they, they finally uh, settle in the body that's why also body related therapy is also so 
so uh, in fact so uh, efficient in a way uh, very often a bit denied by traditional uh, medicine but it's uh, it's fascinating that you're mentioning this especially with hypnotherapy it is related to physical um let's say physical problems and solutions can be found there i believe what is your experience with this yeah no i i totally agree with you and i'm very thankful that you brought that up because even with the kind of person that i am you know it's it's not very common that people grow up understanding what they are you know the truth of the matter is we have the shell that's on the outside that we're renting as our home for this lifetime Mm -hmm. and then inside we have our mind and then we have our body the mind and the body are separate they're not together even though they're part of us but they have to work properly together if one is not in sync or one is not healthy then the other starts to falter and it doesn't mean that someone who is not healthy can't become healthy the problem is is that that person that houses the brain and that body has to come to a realization and give themselves some self-care and get things back aligned because definitely the mind and body although separate they connect in how we function properly i focus a lot on integrative yeah. and functional. And so when I work with disorders and so forth, I have to know a lot more information than a traditional hypnotherapist or a hypnotist. Now in America, a hypnotherapist is the highest level of a formally educated professional in that environment. Um, there's There's different types of ways that a hypnotherapist can or does work you know i'm very conservative in the way that i work with my business other people may be more into very spiritual extremely holistic in respect where they're working maybe with energy our natural body has energy or crystals or you know something in alignment in that way um but you have to understand what you're made of and we live day by day year by year not even understanding who we are individually as a person so you have to do the body good and so when you really start understanding um, how food influences you how you know your your calmness and ability to de-stress depression or definitely anxiety, which most people don't know how to eliminate from their body, then everything starts to shed. I, I use an example of an artichoke. Um, an artichoke, hopefully most people know what that is, but an artichoke has a core. Yeah. We look at ourselves as that core and the artichoke has all these leaves. And as the artichoke closer to the core, has more and more leaves out on the outer portion pushing in, the tightness on that core is so strong. But hypnotherapist is different than traditional therapy because you work with the subconscious and the conscious part of the client's brain and you work from the inside out. So when you're working closer to the core, 
rather than just plain talk therapy, you are basically making those leaves loosen and loosen and fall off. So the core is you and your symptoms of whatever your trauma, your drama, um, an illness is usually a symptom or many symptoms those will fall off, leaving the healthy core. So you want to get closer to your core as possible. And unfortunately, people just really don't know much about themselves. And here, especially in America, we're usually dependent on westernized medicine, which is machines and medication that we forget about looking into what our own abilities and the needs are in order to become healthier and more mental stable. Yes, exactly. I completely agree with you. Uh, the interesting thing is in my practice, I work with uh, people in the corporate world and they have problems, for example, with burnout and, uh, and also their leadership, somehow their nonverbal communication. But it is, as you mm -hmm. say, uh, there should always be a movement from inside out. It's like in nature, as I work with nature and systemic coaching with, for example, horses or animals, because then you go right oh. back to your intuition, to your gut you, feeling, exactly. to your subconscious and to your blind spots. As soon as you can connect this subconscious world, this, this gut feeling, this very strong intuition with your mind, you, you can do so much more and discover so much more, as you say, it, it's wonderful. And nature is a real tool there. And so, so are so many other things, uh, which really yeah. put you back into your, uh, let's say, go back to your core, as you say. Yeah, our inner yeah. self, our inner, inner self, self that's <laughs> hidden. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. So that is, that's wonderful that you're mentioning this. Um, so in this, Let's say in this framework, could you maybe tell me a bit what the role of your intuition was in your life and maybe the role of nature or animals in your life? Did they play a role in it? Well, not really in my business life, but in my personal life, it was a big part of it. Um, for whatever reason, which I embrace, I, I, I don't look at as negative, but it was almost like I was going through this life alone because everything that I did besides my career happened in my later life. Um, you know, I, I am in my early 50s and I don't look like it, but I'm in my early 50s. Mm -hmm. But because I don't look like it, it brought me other rewards and headaches uh, in my professional life because, you know, I, I was brought into other circumstances that usually pertain to youth or I wasn't taken seriously because I look younger and it didn't match the words and the knowledge internally. And I think when you can mix the two, it starts bringing in a great balance, but people have to accept you. And um, it had to do a lot with the life that I was living again, what I mentioned earlier in the rat race of my professional environment working with people from the outside so I also had children later and um, you know I'm having I'm having children in my 40s and you know at that time women don't really look to have children and so that changed my perspective on things and it brought other circumstances to my table um, 
also around that time, you know, the world has changed and it seems like we have some kind of a crack every few years now that brings our environment, you know, financially, our system down a little bit. And now, of course, we're dealing with COVID. But um, this is really what started to make me think. The, the, the illness and the loss of my mother, um, it was around the time when we were having financial difficulties here in America. We had another wave of investments and real estate being taken away because our economy was so bad, nothing made any economical sense. And I was going through all of this. We, we owned a lot of real estate. We had offices, businesses. I had to take care of family obligations and as well as my own. And I just wanted a calmer life. I didn't like who I became. And so this was something that seems to have become a line because I, I ended up having children shortly after. I started to look into a new direction of bringing other type of information into my professional career. And I started verging back into coaching and also into consulting. Now, when you're working with people who are employees or you're working with the executive level or entrepreneurs, especially, you need to get them a little bit more centered and say, step out of the circle, you got to calm down. And they have to be able to be relaxed in order to see through in the future, so to speak, or the road in front of them and do things effectively. So it's not so much about being spiritual. It's just they have to get themselves together emotionally and mentally in order to move forward. Mm -hmm and achieve great rewards in their professional or their business life. And, um, you know, going back to what you said earlier is when you are dealing with people who are working for companies or other people, as you get older, you become usually a person that you don't recognize and you may not even like that person because other people tell you what to do. You do things that are a corporate way, not your way, and you seem to miss out a lot and not being able to use what is naturally yourself, or as I mentioned, we call it the inner child. You're going against your instinct of what you feel would be best, whether it be something that has to do with yourself in your own personal life or definitely in your professional life if you're taking risks and you're not clear. Right now, everybody's kind of working with a, a somewhat clean slate because of COVID. It's changed a lot of things. It's eliminated a lot of jobs that will not be recoverable, or even that part of business may not really exist well. And so people have to take a chance and move on and do something new. Um, these are things where we should cautiously move forward. But before you move forward, you should take the slower time, and you should regress, and you should reboot. And really look at, you know, not with shame or blame, but look at certain things that you have been doing in your life that in this next chapter, you don't want to bring back and always wanted to eliminate and use this time to take a chance because really it's now or never. But even if you're working for corporate, uh, things are done differently 
And if you're a person who used to work in an office environment and you're now working in a home office, we'll say for another six months or another year, you're basically your own business person, which is giving you new skills and you're becoming more on that entrepreneur level where you're being self-sufficient and a self-starter. And, you know, it's good for our brain to be able to experience this, but it also helps people achieve what they may have wanted to before that they were not physically prepared or willing to take a risk to do. And this is where your own intuition, your own spirituality, you know, your own self comes in because if you can think a little bit without bringing stress into the circumstance and step out of the circle and envision someone else that you're making a plan about, even though it may be on your own plan, you can see how you can build that plan of redoing your future or going into another direction professionally can help you because it's like a blank canvas. It's yours to create. Now, things may change a little bit as you move forward, but at least it helps you as a guide to move forward and you're not at a total loss. You have to take and have clarity regardless of what it is in order to move forward and have success. Yes, certainly. People should go back really to themselves to see what what they really want. I think you're right. It's more than ever now that people uh, look for new opportunities, look what they really want in life, in their relationships, in their yeah, in their jobs, especially. I see lots of my friends even changing jobs or direction, as you say, uh, that they really start to live their dream for once. Uh, that, that is really That's fascinating. That's what it is. That people life. They, 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 they have their courage suddenly because of the circumstances. They just go to something they really, really adore and really love to do. That is, that's a great time, we must admit. Yeah, I mean, with, with respect to everybody's circumstance, because I know it's not hard for anyone, um, on, on all economic or professional levels, male, female, you know, sick, healthy, we truthfully all across the board all around the world are thinking of each other. And like people in America are thinking about people in France and, you know, people in the Middle East, people in Asia. Um, I I was speaking with some clients that are from Asia and I told them because there's shame right now. And, and there's certain heritage, heritage, there's traits that certain cultures have. And for example, in the Asian the Asian culture, they like the idea of being respected, but a big part of them is they want people to like them. They want people to respect what their, their is or what they have to offer. They're very giving people. And I know, unfortunately in America, our political system has ripped the Asian people to shreds. And I said, that's our political system, but there are so many people that are worried about you, that you know want good things for you. We, we don't feel the same way. 
you know, there's difference between people and politics. And so, um, you know, we do have a lot of Asian popu uh, population in the U.S., especially in California. And, you know, we don't dislike yeah. you. It's not like that, but sometimes when we're living in different countries, we don't see that. But right now, we are all aligned with each other because truthfully, you know, that that metaphor that we have, which is a cliche, we're all in this together. We absolutely are because we're on this earth yeah. together and it doesn't matter, you know, what yeah. color you are, what, what nationality you are, um, where you're living. We're sharing this earth together and this is affecting every single part of our earth how can we not work together and try to make it uh you know economically productivity wise um just health wise better for everybody and make it you know as well as we can into the future for future generations so you know i think this has actually brought us back regardless of what our outer exterior has been to let us have the yeah. ability to think because things have slowed down and understand truthfully that i need to do some change you know, I need to change the way that I think. I need to change the way that I'm feeling. And some people, unfortunately, they, they can't do that on their, their own health, you know, their, their own way. They, they need yeah. to have assistance from others, whether it's a therapist, a, a guide, or a, a coach. You know, it, it's something that is extremely important to help bring you where you need to be. Yeah. Exactly, because the people, uh, I think now in, in our society, uh, we have got so much in common right now. Also, of course, with the problems, the conflicts we have, the inner conflicts as well. And this is so wonderful. This is really some sort of universal basis we all have together. We are all going back Absolutely. to basics and see how how much we can share. And uh, what kind of society do we really want together? It's not a society where the big money prevails. I think we're all going more and more towards a society where human values prevail, uh, empathy, uh, going back to what we really want. What what is, what is humanity about? And uh, there's so much we can work on. And I'm sure every culture does it a bit in its own space, uh, in its own pace, in its own uh, in its own manner, but uh, because every culture has, of course, a different approach. But it's fascinating. I see that also when I'm traveling through Europe and I'm in touch, with, of course, with the US and, and Asia. They're all looking a bit for new ways. Also, what you just earlier mentioned, new ways to uh, uh, a new approach to all these problems and all these yeah, conflicts. But the conflict is within you. This is what we're not used to understanding. Yeah. And so what you are inside is going to eventually show on the outside and in the business environment yeah. you know you get involved with same personalities usually every day if not when you're working on a business transaction it could be something that brings you in someone else's life for a week or for a month maybe a year you have to go back yeah. to basic True. and you have to allow that person to get to know you but in business that's not something that we always want because they're an adversary or there's something that we need from that other party. 
the difference here is is that when I'm working with people who are in the corporate environment or they're training as an employee, they they can start talking about what right now in their business is making them stuck. They can't get through a deal. They're not understanding. They're not working well with another party. The problem, though, truthfully, I believe in most circumstance is not the other party. You may not know how to relate to the other party for whatever reason. It's their tonality. It's the way that they do business is different than yours, or it could be culturally. But it starts with you because, you know, I think I think both you and I, when we start working with people in, in a business environment with our business of coaching, we don't sit there and get all spiritual on them and, and make this number one, but they have to understand when you start speaking with them that part of what they are is what's influencing bad choices or not being able to create a really positive rapport with the people around them in business. And so they have to do some cleaning on themselves and realization. Yeah. And this is where some people may not realize is necessary because, well, I just wanted to discuss the inability for me to get through my business life and, and how I'm having challenges. Okay, then you start listening yeah. to them and yeah. the problem That's is it. them yeah. on the, the personal level. Yeah. You get rid of that circumstance yeah. and it frees up for you to excel in your professional level and become more successful yeah exactly there's a parallel always uh, between your private life and your professional life and also uh, the pattern of relationships as i maybe mentioned to you i work with this um this coaching among others coaching systemic coaching with horses and i had a session i have lots of sessions for uh, companies who are looking for more team synergy and so on, and managers getting on together much better. And very often these conflicts, the horses even show you it. There again, mm -hmm. I go back to nature. Horses will always show the, the conflict you have mm -hmm. with yourself. They always go back to you and show this in a very crystal clear yeah. language that is all about self-love. And if you don't have the self-love or self-respect, you start to compensate with others. And this is something in nature. Um, animals are not yeah. aware of this. There's a certain logic in it. But people, they are, of course, influenced so much by their systemic wounds. And um, uh, yes, well, we, we just we're, discussed we're, it. We, they, they can't we are animals. So we're animals. Before we're, we're a person, we're animal. Yeah. And animals so, have the ability to... I'll just say it this way, align us because we have energy and natural energy. It's like, you know, we're, we're, there are traits in a horse that are very calming to us and it does bring us closer again to what I mentioned earlier, which is our core. And, you know, a dog, especially a cat, the purring and the breathing becomes in line with us mm -hmm. and starts connecting energy. Now, energy work is not my forte, yeah. but it is scientifically and through studies and so forth. Animals can help break down 
a lot of the negative circumstances that we have in in respect to stress and anxiety, which are different, and even disorders, because it does bring us back to nature. It's like, um, you know, being in the womb, you know, the mother's heartbeat, you're, you know, it, it brings us back into alignment. So animals are amazing. I know someone who works with equestrian in therapy locally because I'm, I'm closer to some areas over here that have the ability to have horses on their land, <laughs> like Malibu and, you know, but, um, you know, yeah. it is an, an amazing transition to start seeing how an animal or a horse can actually bring you back because see what it's doing is it's allowing you to let go who you became and bring you back and there's nothing wrong with going back who you were and then then you can find it easier to work on yourself if things really needed to you know be eliminated like maybe some trauma or some triggers that you know have been influencing how you do things in your life or kept you back but um animals are very much in align to us we, we start becoming a different person when we're around them and they're they're just amazing they melt people they melt even yeah. the coldest person yeah. so it's definitely yeah something to you know get into Yeah, we're all interconnected, you know, with animals. I also mentioned this in my book, you know, I wrote this book about the universal language of nature, a new way of conflict resolution Mm -hmm. and authentic leadership. It's a book which is about, uh, well, the, the fact that we're so connected, we're so interconnected with other animals, with nature, I think even with trees. So as soon as you see a certain animal in a certain situation, it always tells us something about our subconscious, something about our situation we're in. Uh, if people develop an eye for this, they could really feel so much um, stronger that they have, uh, they control their lives in a way and they, they, they know the solution somehow by their intuition. Um, it, it's really fascinating. I just, I, I don't know if you mind, Jessica, but I work that with these <laughs> animals and I usually work also with oh. power animals and every person I've got in my interview, with my intuition, I feel in general, of course, I can't do now a coaching with you with the horses. I can do it online, but we don't have a, a camera now. But I also work with this, the visualization of your okay. power animal. And uh, when I started to talk with you, I saw immediately, and tell me if I'm wrong, I saw for the, the situation you're in at the moment, I saw uh, a, a frog. Mm. It's very interesting, but a frog has uh, some symbolism. There's, there's quite a symbolical side to the frog. It's connected to dreams, okay. to your dreams. And um, it, it really tells you at the moment that there's um, right now, it's the perfect time for you to start something new is really what a frog stands for you can ju- just trust the right have faith in the right developments which lead you to to whatever you really like to do but just follow your dreams and it may also be just the right development of your present plan so maybe there's no new direction mm-hmm. uh, needed. well you're correct but it's, it's you're correct i will tell you because um <laughs> yeah. you know i i work 
internationally, but I would like to work more internationally. And I will tell you, it started to become challenging and a little dangerous to work internationally. And these are things that we need to look at differently, I believe, because of COVID. Um, you know, COVID is, is something that obviously is affecting all of us in a negative way. It's, it's making people ill and taking lives. But it also is offering us at the yeah. same time good things to come out of this. I, I hope that sounded correctly. But... Um, I believe yes. because people have more empathy and compassion and we are all one that it will be a lot easier to just jump on a plane and go to another country because right now we're all fragile, but we are really yeah. in tuned with each other emotionally. And I am changing my business. I am doing things that will not work for the next few years. There's absolutely no way. It's not because I can't do it effectively. It's just, yeah. it's not in line of how business can be done or is going to be yeah. available in a beneficial way for me. And uh, again, now this is coming back to realizing things that are closer to my core. And sometimes things are just taken away from you and you have no choice but to direction or do things differently in your career life other times this is a great opportunity to take a chance calmly and collectively and think it out a little bit and then jump in i i'm i'm a serial entrepreneur and i love to just jump into things so for me i don't have the fear like some other people may have if someone has worked for a company yeah. or companies all their life, they've always been an employee. It's sometimes difficult emotionally for them to just jump out and recreate and start something on their own. But this is really the best time. And what you have said is absolutely true because I always bounce back if I make a change and it's not effective. But um, a lot of people don't have that ability. But right now, because I am in line, I'm, I'm right now in Los Angeles, if you hear, uh, in the news, my area of Los Angeles has been in lockdown for about a year now. We're, we're going on about a year with this. Um, so, you know, a lot of people have virtually been in their homes. We don't even have the natural ability to go to a park, a movie theater, anything with any kind of a crowd in most states in the United States, we are not allowed to partake in. There's no conferences, expos, any, any, anything that will bring people no. together. So our little base, and a lot of people don't have friendships. So ev everything has changed, but this mm -hmm. is the best time without any shame to yourself or blaming to look at who you are. And I believe as we get older, especially... Yeah a lot of people are lost and they're just kind of like robotic living the way that other people wanted them to live going by other people's rules. And we move away from our natural intuition and we forget about our own abilities. And yeah. right now learn who you were and, and see who you need to be, not just who you want to be. There's two different things there. And, Go out and try to make yeah. 
yourself a better self so you can make your future better and do what you enjoy to do and use this slower time to put this plan in action. Yeah. And it, it works also for yeah. how you see your employees. Um, we're not always here to fix people. We, that shouldn't be our place anyway, but you have to align yourself with people closer to your life who may have similarities, may be going in that same direction that you want to go and leave the trauma and drama away from your influence. That doesn't mean just dump the person, but it means that if you can't offer them a little bit of ability to walk out of that misery or walk out of that circumstance and it's affecting you, it's time to just pick yourself up and go into the direction that you need to be. Need is finality. Need is who you need to be for happiness for yourself and your professional life. And who you want to be is the process of getting there. And so we need to listen to that closer because that's in our intuition. And if you follow your intuition, usually what it's telling you is going to be correct. And we don't usually follow, yeah. especially women. No. Yeah, especially women, they have a sort of fear somehow to lose control. And I think that's the fear of most of the people, the feeling of losing control over your life. And it's so much, let's say, it's very beneficial somehow to let yourself sometimes go on the waves of life and just trust your intuition, trust it in a way, uh, your your inter internal authority and, and just follow it. And very often, that's what I noticed in my life, it takes you into situations um, which really help you which which are sort of you know you just see certain coincidences and they help you in your life in your choices and suddenly you know Correct. which path to take I noticed this with more friends as well so I think it's it's completely right what you're saying here and uh, completely agree it's, it's I think it's a great message trust the waves of life mm -hmm. trust your intuition and just go, go with, the, with flow. the flow. I tell a lot points. of people, I say, you know, you have yeah. a swimming pool and most swimming pools have the deep end and they have the shallow end. You have a choice of where to start when you yeah. jump in. If a person who doesn't know how to swim has fear and they're hesitant to go in the shallow or the deep, I'll be honest with you. I said, go to the deep end and jump in because here's a challenge of life. Yeah. You're either going to jump in yeah. and you will immediately learn how to swim or you're going to drown knowing this before you go in yeah. Be before you're going to drown because pre-assumptions are the killer of everything. It's making up stories in your head that don't exist yeah. now you're not in the future. However, yeah. you have that choice when you jump into the deep end. And this is really what the point of this is. When, when you're in there and you don't know how to swim, you're going to do everything at that moment to survive and make sure that you learn how to swim 
or you're going to drown. And pretty much all people will succeed. They just have to be willing to do it. Now, if you start at the shallow, which may be logical, but for our purpose of conversation here, um, you're taking the easy way. And you may not even be able to progress to the deep end. So sometimes when you start with something that is more challenging, then create or obtain anything. It's like, you know, I I have all these crazy metaphors and philosophies, but it's like I I tell certain people, you know, really kind people, really nice people, they can't stand up to people who are a little bit more aggressive or rude or nasty. And I'm like, okay, you look at it like, you know, I'm I'm in my 50s. And so I I relate it to the Westerns, you know, the the movies that we used to watch. And I said, it's like kill or be killed. Are, you have a gun, the other person has a gun, yeah. and you're ready to one-on-one duel with each other, what are you going to do? You're, you're not going to, you're not going to, because you're really nice and kind, and you don't want to hurt the other person. This is, this is the battle that, in my line of work, I work with the conscious and the subconscious, And that is the part that dictates and controls most of the mind, which will affect the body. And so I say, you know, you have to control the situation, even if you're not used to it or it's not in your nature. If you don't that gun, and maybe this is not the best scenario to have brought up on the podcast, but if you don't pick up that gun and shoot, then you're going to die. So at least give yourself the self-care and allow yourself the opportunity to save yourself and not be nice. Go over that challenge because that's not a circumstance where you're supposed to use your kindness because it's going to affect you and it won't affect that person. It's first nature for that person. So it's kill or be killed in essence. Yeah, it's healthy healthy boundaries in fact in everywhere in your life because you are a person to be respected you're a divine entity and uh, if you would go into spirituality and you've got a right you have got a place in this life but you must also take that place if you don't take right. it it will get be lost and your energy and all your authentic skills will be somehow underestimated and they are needed in this world in this society Absolutely. your authentic skills are so much Especially now, there's so much wanted. So I think. Yeah, but Alexandra, don't you feel that right now? (laughs) Especially in what we do, I think we can see it so much clearer that people can see what they are clearer. They can see their intuition or they feel their intuition clearer because they're more in line with their real self right now. Not what we've made ourselves become because of society but who we are so it's a perfect time to use right now to understand these things about yourself and this is the whole point when you understand yourself better then you can let go or change things that may have surfaced in our life that shouldn't have been there from the beginning and do things a little bit differently and achieve your own success, whatever that may be. The success doesn't always have to be with opportunity. It has to do a lot with how we're looking at things and the clarity and 
getting us to that path because of our own, again, instinctual abilities. And when we're so busy or we're just, Mm -hmm. you know, robotic, we're not paying attention to our abilities, to our instincts. Our mind is in what what you and I know, the flight mode, because we're fighting. So the fight and flight Mm -hmm. are challenging each other. And then we go into the fight mode. And most people can't get themselves back, whether it's on an emotional or a professional level. And you get caught up in this circle. And it's very difficult to get out. Yeah, yeah, it is. Well, that's the challenge of our times. And uh, I'm so happy we have been able to talk about these issues, which are really these points are so important for people right now. And I think this will give this, these insights have been wonderful, Jessica. Uh, thank you so much for all these ideas and this exchange, which is just, as I said, just essential. Um, I, I believe oh, uh, we should really talk in future about all the, the developments and what has changed and how people have changed. I think it's wonderful to talk about this on a micro level and on a macro level. Uh, maybe next time we'll talk a bit about the different cultures as well. I love that. So I love to, that. To share. I love culture. So. If you, I'm this, this white American <laughs> girl, that. but if you yeah. know my background, I'm so culturally enriched yeah. that it, it's just something yeah. I absolutely love. And, yeah. um, you know, it's unbelievable, but America is so far. But then again, we're so close and yeah. and I hope that after this is over maybe I'll be able to go to France or you know someplace close over there that we can get together and we can yeah. just sit there and talk and talk and talk because I have a feeling you and I would never stop talking no no no, no. sure yes. sure there's lots of energy, energy. Here. it's all about to energy back to energy yeah yeah all about energy. Well, Jessica, thank you so much for this exchange. And we'll be in touch. And um, so it's, it's been great having you on this podcast. And we'll Wonderful. continue Thanks next for the time invitation. about different and, topics. And, you know, if I could just so, say something really fast to your audience. Yeah. We're, we're really pulling for you as people here in America. And I, I really, on a personal level, believe that if you look at what is in front of you at this moment... Even if 2020 was not so bad for you, I really believe that most people want so badly for 2021 to be better and better. It's going to happen. I I know you, Alexandra, understand that a lot, but it's just going to be such a good year. So use this time right now where things are a little bit slower to reorganize and reboot yourself so in and you're ready to go as things start to become faster and utilize what you always wanted to do and what you want to be and get it going already because right now is an easy opportunity for you because we haven't had a time where we've been able to be somewhat more an environment where we're relaxed and I think you know even though we are in two different worlds per se because we're across you know, the, 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 the world, um, we are very much together and it will work out connected. 
Yeah, connected. Sure, sure. This is the silver lining Absolutely. of the cloud we have. Yeah, yeah. Well, great. You're very welcome. Thank, Thank you so, you much, so Jessica. much, Jessica. And we'll be in touch. You too. Yeah, Goodbye, everybody. evening. Bye, yeah. Alexander. Bye-bye. Okay. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. If you'd like to get in touch with Jessica, please go to her website, www.jessicadawnrussell.com. So www.jessicadawnrussell.com with a capital J, D, and R. Thank you, everybody, and speak to you next time. Hi everybody, this is a podcast, Do You See Yourself? A podcast about you, your intuition and how to get on your unique life or career path just by using your intuition and being helped by animals and nature. My name is Alexandra Sage, I'm an international mediator, life and healing coach and energy worker and intuitive coach and I love to work with animals and nature because I just know by connecting to nature and to animals we connect to ourselves to our subconscious world to our emotional world and we are more we have more credibility we connect also better with others that way because we're authentic so this time I would love to speak with you about uh, business. What is business? We, we all know, in fact, business is not just earning money and an exchange of money. It's really something human. It's something about human values an exchange of energy and dealing with people is so important in business. We all should know that. And... This is unfortunately often underestimated because if you're in a team and you feel there's a bad atmosphere, how do you feel? You don't feel motivated. Lots of people even get a burnout after a while. Or you feel people are maybe talking behind your back. That is also one of the worst things in a company because it really poisons the atmosphere a manager can do a great lot to to improve the atmosphere and to have a crystal clear communication and a good understanding in the team, a good atmosphere. And if he connects also with himself, he can also feel much better what his team members may need, what he would like to talk about. If there's any problems, there would be a sort of atmosphere created a sort of openness where people feel safe and comfortable enough to express their feelings their concerns or maybe sometimes also their joys this is just so important in a company and to get this team synergy where every person finds his place his or her place and his or her role in the company and really use his or her authentic skills 
and feel appreciated also for it. This is something which really makes a business the most the most interesting. So we'll talk today about how we can get this atmosphere. How would you create this? And well, in my practice, I learned that this is all about your emotional world, your intuition. Of course, it's also about the brain, what you say, about verbal communication. How do you say things? If something bothers you, can you just say in a gentle way, sorry, I prefer it like this or that, and stay really close to yourself just to avoid conflicts. Or maybe sometimes you need that conflict. You can say, I'm not too happy about the way you're dealing with this issue. Let's talk about it. What do you think? And what is my idea? This is just very essential, this verbal part of of uh, uh, resolving conflicts. But there's another part as well. The part which is called non-verbal communication. And uh, we all know if a person does not talk, but you feel there's something wrong, you feel it in his non-verbal communication, you just you just feel there there should be something done. And um, sometimes it doesn't transmit the right message, maybe a message which the, the other person does not even want to to spread. He wants maybe even to do something positive. He's maybe just concerned about something or not confident enough to do something. And this is also nonverbal communication. But let's not underestimate in a, a manager or a person in general. We all have blind spots. We sometimes do not realize what kind of energy we emanate, what kind of message we we spread to others what sort of uh, thought uh, do you do you transmit to your colleagues your employees or your clients because this thought becomes really a kind of energy and it will influence your relations and these are really blind spots sometimes you just don't know where do these blind spots come from Often they come from your system, your environment, the way you were brought up. We all know we have parents, they do their best in their way. They do their best, one more than the other maybe. But in general, they want their children to be happy. But they also have been conditioned. So parents, they do they do give you certain ideas. Sometimes they transmit this message unknowingly and without being aware that things are too much for them. They are maybe stressed or they have got too much on their plate or maybe they just want a moment of peace and they they react with their child in a bit of an irritated way. Or when a child shows them their a child shows them his or her painting do you like it, mommy or daddy? And they are just somewhere else with their faults. And they don't react. This child, if this happens more often, that parents are stressed, 
he will in a way stock this feeling that he he can't really draw, he hasn't got any talent, I don't make nice drawings, nobody reacts to them. Not being aware, of course, of the fact that these people were maybe elsewhere with their faults. His parents were busy and a child cannot make this distinction. And this can also happen later on in your life when you're already a bit older, maybe a puber, 10 years, 20 years old, even 15 years old. You get messages sometimes and you just think, oh, I'm maybe not good enough or I don't do things good enough. And uh, of course you learn how to mask it, how to do as if you, you can handle everything. That's just the exterior. But inside there's still this little child, this inner child, which wants to be seen and appreciated. So people who have not had enough appreciation, they will in a way carry this, this pattern of protecting themselves into other relations, into their friendships, into their love relations, but also into their work, into their work environment. And this is a shame because they are probably great in certain things, but they are just not aware of it and they continue protecting themselves. Also in their job and their employees, their colleagues do not know what's the matter with them. Oh, he's again not talking, what's the matter? Or he looks as if he is um, he's not in the best mood today. So there can be so many issues we don't know about, but that is his nonverbal communication. And uh, that has a huge impact on all the other people around him, on his team and uh, on his clients. So to... Uh, to know what kind of blind spot you have, because every person's got some. Um, how do you discover them? Well, my way is really with animals and mainly with horses, because animals are so sensitive to energy, they will just react to it. If there's too much negative energy, they will go away. They will go, they take a distance. Is there um, positive energy where you're really well-centered and you're, you have a safe haven inside yourself? There are ways to create it. Then an animal will also come towards you, especially I'm talking now about horses. They will come towards you. Um, are you maybe a person who's doing too much in, his, in your work? You all the time want to please others and you're going over your own boundaries. In fact, you had to take some some rests and or maybe take some get some space. But you don't you don't want to do this. You want to feel that people find you great. You've done so much for them. But at the end of the day, often it's not appreciated. And this again, an animal, a horse will feel this. And uh will be maybe just showing you this by being incredibly busy in the arena or being or just um, uh, standing very close to you and taking your space because you don't respect your own boundaries why should he respect them or he will just um, nibble a bit um, munch a bit on your clothes which is also a message that maybe 
you're not taking enough care of yourself. There are different messages and all these combinations also may transmit something more specific. And it's a shame because you want to feel comfortable in your environment. And animals, they will just send this this information to you. They will just put uh, put on this this um, this position, this 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 impression of of being a mirror of you, or just reminding you of something you don't do yourself. So animals also, as a second wonderful point, they won't judge you. They will just show you your nonverbal communication, your blind spots. They will show it to you, but there is no judgment. It is as it is. And when you take this in and you think, oh, okay, maybe I haven't thought of this or it's true. I am I'm going over my boundaries, for example. You can correct yourself during a session and animals will then again show you how well you do this exercise. And once you do it fine and you're really well self-centered and you've filled yourself also with this sort of self-appreciation, self-respect or self-love, they will show it to you and you know you're on the right path. And that is great because this you you can apply in your everyday life, in your everyday professional life and your career. And it makes your relation so much better because you have created this safe haven inside yourself. You're good the way you are and you can be authentic with all the minus and pluses. Just embrace yourself and that is an exercise you can do with the animals. Of course, this is something I'm doing with the animals outside and with groups, sometimes with individual people. But the interesting thing is we can also do this online. It's, of course, a little bit more distant. Um, but horses or animals react the same way. They feel your energy. When we talk together on the phone, they know about your energy and they will show this non-verbal communication of yours or even the dynamics of the relations you have around you. This gives again lots of new info and you can tune in and uh, react to it and correct certain things. So this is possible online. There's also another way. I work with horses and also other animals that's um, that's with visualization techniques and that's a great thing to do because here also we tap into our intuition into our emotional world into our felt sense we we do an exercise where we we just relax and we let go of all the thoughts we don't focus on the brain, we really focus on our heart and our gut feeling. So what we really feel. So if you really relax, put your feet on the floor and 
imagine that roots are growing into the earth. Imagine the white light coming from above, filling your whole body with white light and breathe in and out to get a really relaxed feeling. And when you can focus on your heart now, you can even put your hand there. You can ask yourself that question. What is my power animal? What is the animal which guides me at the moment, which shows me my weaknesses, but also my strength and my potential, which an animal I can meditate on, which will give me more information in the future. So when you close your eyes and when you're relaxed, which animal comes into your mind first? And this is your higher intuition talking to you. What is your animal? And during a session, of course, I'll help you to find this animal and see if this is really the animal which helps you or maybe an animal which is more focused on your, maybe on your victim side, which you don't need because that can also be the case. But do you feel this animal gives you strength and helps you? Try to tune in and help and see if this animal is right for you. And this animal will say a lot about where to heal, what to do for your healing. Healing from wounds from the past, of course, your blind spots. What kind of blind spots do you have? And again, this animal will tell you. So just let your thoughts go. Focus on your heart again. Put your hands on your heart. Which animal comes up in you? And which blind spots does he tell you you have which you are not aware of? And once you know what it is, you can again fill yourself with that white light, which is really self-love, divine love. And you can say to yourself, it's fine. You know now what it is. You know what it is. You get an idea of what it can be. And we can work on it later. And you can heal this part with this white light. So try to fill it with the white light, whatever it is. Maybe a lack of self-confidence, self-love. feeling of maybe not being good enough or or you have done too much you've tried too hard and just heal it with white light so and this gives you an impression already what your nonverbal communication is 
and try to do this exercise more often. Create a moment of peace for yourself. Also when you've got a busy life, take that moment and see where you can heal by doing this exercise. I'll soon do a workshop on this, an intensive workshop, really focusing on blind spots, nonverbal communication of managers or professionals, looking how you can use your potential, what is your potential, focusing on your relations, what kind of relations do you have, how you can you improve them. And this can be done, of course, with these visualization techniques. There will be a session with the horses and there will be some channeling energy work as well to see how we can heal those relations where you can find your authentic power. There will be exercises, how to find your intuition, your felt sense, how to apply it in your everyday's life. And this is really the way to get on your unique career path or life path. So there are many ways, there are many tools you'll get during this workshop. You'll feel much more self-confident, much happier. You'll feel this safe haven inside yourself. You'll accept the way you are. This will be already one of the most important steps. And you can heal your relations with the help of animals, visualization techniques, and also energy work. So if you're interested, contact me now in the coming time. And don't miss this because this will be great even online. It's a one day intensive workshop. The next one will be on the 21st of January, but there are new ones coming up. Now in February, March, there will be two, three ones again. So contact me on elevate.bi slash sitch, S-I-T-C-H. Or go to my website, www.sitchmediation.com. So either my digital business card, elevate.bi slash Sitch, or go to my website www.sitchmediation.com. And I really hope to see you there. Thanks so much. Bye.